You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. We're talking about signs, beyond the signs. John chapter 4, verses 43 to 54. After the two days, he left for Galilee. Now Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honor in his own country. When he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. They had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover festival, for they had also been there. Once more, he visited Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son, who was close to death. Unless you people see signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. Go, Jesus replied, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, Yesterday at one in the afternoon, the fever left him. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he and his whole household believed this was the second sign Jesus performed after coming from Judea to Galilee. This is the word of the Lord for you today. We're still talking about signs. Beyond the signs. Sinabi ko po sa inyo last week that there's something or there's someone beyond the signs. Hindi tayo dapat huminto doon sa mga miracles, mga wonders and signs na pineperform sa atin because there is someone beyond it. Okay? At sinabi ko po sa inyo last week that someone is Jesus and He has the power to turn things around. Whatever our situation is, God has the power to turn things around. What nature could do in, in more than a decade, Jesus did it in a wink of an eye. He turned the water into a excellent wine. Dapat mga 10 years, 15 years yun bago mangyari. And yet, Jesus did it. No? So that's the sign and it points us to someone and that is Jesus. That's the purpose of the sign. Now the story na binasa po natin a while ago, nagsimula po ito talaga sa John chapter 2. Okay? Chapter 4 po yung binasa natin, pero nagpasimula po ito sa chapter 2, verse 23 to 25. Now while he was in Jerusalem, talking about Jesus, at the Passover festival, Sabi nyo nga po, Passover festival. Okay. Many people saw the signs. Yeah. So kumakanta sila, I saw the sign. So the people saw the signs he was performing and, and believed in his name. But Jesus would not entrust himself to them for he knew all people. He did not need any testimony about mankind for he knew what was in each person. Jesus knew what is in the hearts of men. He doesn't need anyone to tell him kung ano po ang nasa puso ng bawat 
tao sa mundong ito. Sa chapter 3 po, Jesus knew what was in the heart of Nicodemus. Kinausap po siya ni Nicodemus and Jesus knew that Nicodemus had intellectual curiosity and pride when he came to him. Eventually, si Nicodemus po ay naging follower ni Jesus. Wala pong himalang ginawa si Jesus sa kanya. They just simply had a conversation. Now, in chapter 4, he met the Samaritan woman. Jesus knew what was in the heart of the Samaritan woman. But after a little while with Jesus, she left her water jar because she received the living water of God. Again, there was no miracle performed. Just a simple conversation. Say conversation. Hindi lang po yung Samaritan woman, but the whole village believe in Jesus. Not because a miracle was performed, but because of their conversation with Jesus. They had an encounter. Jesus knew the heart of Nicodemus. Jesus knew the heart of the Samaritan woman. Jesus knew as well what is in the heart of the Galileans. And I want you to know, Jesus knows what is in your heart. Your motive. Your every expectation of Him. Ano nga po kaya kung kada pasok natin dito, meron tayong LCD monitor sa ating dibdib na magre-reveal kung ano yung motibo natin bakit tayo nasa church. I wonder kung ano yung makikita natin. Okay? Baka makita natin dito picture ng crush nyo. Ng mga kabataan. Okay? Yung iba, dati yung pagkasimbang gabi, sino dati nagsisimbang gabi? Tawag namin doon simbang chicks. <laughs> Kasi yung mga crush namin nandun. Okay? Simbang ligaw, mga ganon. Alam ni Lord kung ano yung nasa puso natin. Alam niya kung bakit mo siya hinahanap, bakit ka lumalapit sa kanya. Jesus knew every motive, Jesus knew every people's expectation of Him. Kahit po yung expectations ng Galileans sa kanya. Verse 43 ng chapter 4, it says, After two days, He left for Galilee. Okay? Now, Jesus Himself had pointed out that the prophet has no honor in His own country. Kailan po nangyari yan? Kailan niya sinabi yan? Sinabi po niya yan sa Mark pa lang. Mark chapter 6. Tingnan niyo ha. Sabi po ng mga tao sa kanya, it, siya po'y taga Nazaret. Ang Nazaret po ay nasa Galilee. Sabi niya, is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon, apat pala yung kapatid ni Jesus na lalaki, ano? and are not his sisters here with us? May kapatid pa pala siyang babae. And they took offense at him. Na-offend sila. Bakit? Kasi nung nagtuturo si Jesus, ang galing-galing niya. Sabi niya, saan ba nang galing ito? Di ba, karpintero lang ito? Di ba, anak lang? Di Parang yabang naman ito. Galing magsalita, pero ang yabang. They were so offended. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own, own hometown and among his relatives and his own household. Okay? Next verse. And he could not do mighty work there. Hindi siya makagawa ng mga dakilang himala. Ano lang ginawa niya except that he laid hands on few sick people and healed them. Ang ginawa lang ni Jesus, that's the, yun po yung kadalasang ginagawa ni Jesus. He will lay hands on the sick and then the sick will recover. Okay? So that's what he did. He just laid hands on some of the sick 
and heal them. Hindi siya gumawa ng mga dakilang himala. Why? Because of their unbelief. Sabihin nyo nga po, unbelief. So yun sinasabi niya, kaya wala siyang honor. Hindi naniniwala ang mga Galileans sa kanya. Nabalikan natin yung story ngayon. Verse 45 ng John chapter 4. When he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. So you welcome. Yeah. Kala ko ba hindi sila naniniwala? Di ba? Sabi ng Bible, hindi sila naniniwala kay Jesus and yet he had, they had given him a red carpet welcome. Why? Because they had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover festival for they also had been there. Sinasabi nila, welcome Jesus, we want you to perform a miracle for us. That's what they're saying. Kasi nainggit sila, nakita nila, uy, grabe, bulag, grabe, nakapagsalita. Natural lang yun. <laughs> eh, hindi pala yung bulag, nakakita. Ganun, yeah? Baka pwede rin makita natin. Oh, yung pinay, naglakad. So they welcome Him even though in their hearts, hindi naman sila nananampalataya kay Jesus. They just want to see Jesus perform the best performance of His life. Jesus, perform a miracle for us. Now, they heard Him speak in Galilee they want to see Him perform a miracle for them. At least that's what I think. And I think that's valid. But here's the question for you. Para po sa ating lahat na narito. Kung sila po, winelcome nila si Jesus, they expect Him to perform a miracle. My question for you is this. What do you expect from God? Why are you here? Bakit Sunday in, Sunday out, a-attend ka ng church? At kung minsan, pag di mo type, hindi ka a-attend. Why? You see, sana nga ho, no, kada pasok natin dito, nag-iilaw yung LCD projector dito sa atin, makikita ko yung ano yung motibo natin. You see, some people expect Jesus, when they come here, they expect Him to be a problem solver. Attend, Lord, may problema ako. Attend ako ng church. Lutasin mo naman yung problema ko. They come here and they expect Jesus as a, an expert repairer of marriage. Lord, ang gulo ng, ng buhay mag-asawa ko. Lord, i-repair mo naman. Ayusin mo naman. Kasi yung asawa ko yan. <laughs> Sinisin asawa. Yung iba naman po, they expect Him to calm their, their, their conscience or to rehabilitate their son, to cancel or to pay off their debts to do what they ask Him to do, to perform a miracle for them, just like what the Galileans were saying. Here's another question. Masama po ba yun? Masama ba mag-expect? Masama po ba yun? Wala namang masama doon eh. Di ba lahat naman tayo, at some point in time, when we came to know the Lord, we came because we have a need. Depressed tayo, may problema tayo sa asawa natin, may problema sa anak. Basta, magulo. And then we came here, we were invited. And then we experienced God. Is there something wrong with it? None. Amen? 
But if that is the only thing you're after, if Sunday in, Sunday out, yun lang ang expect mo kay Lord, basta po, susolve ni Lord yung problema ko. You will miss God's greatest miracle stored for you. In this story, Jesus performed His second sign according to the book of John. Here, Jesus would reveal the very content of people's heart and their expectation and He will shatter them by performing a sign. A sign that is beyond the norm, beyond expectation, and beyond the need. Beyond the norm, beyond expectation, beyond the need. Let's start with beyond the norm. Verse 46, it says, Once more he visited Cana in Galilee where he turned the water into wine and there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. Royal official po, ibig sabihin to, siya po'y naglilingkod sa isang sa palasyo ni Maring Hirod. Whether she, he is a Gentile or a Jew, hindi ko po alam, hindi binanggit. Some believe he is a Jew, some believe he is a Gentile. But it really doesn't matter. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. Now, I want you to know, Capernaum, it's a day's walk, one day walk. Ang sabi ng, ng mga scholars, ito daw po ay parang alabang to Tagaytay. Okay? At ganun po yung terrain, pataas. Are you with me? So yung Tagaytay, yun po yung Kena o Kana. It's an uphill climb. Pero ho, it doesn't matter doon sa royal official. Because he was in a hurry. He was desperate. He was desperate. His son was dying. He needed help and he needed it quick. So he literally begged Jesus to come, lay his hands on his son, and hopefully, hopefully, get a miracle. Because that is how usually it happens. Jesus will lay hands on the sick, and then the sick will recover. Yet instead of getting a miracle, instead of Jesus saying, okay, I'll go, what did Jesus do? Jesus rebuked him. Okay? Sabi dito. Unless you people see signs and wonders, you will never believe. Dito po sa verse na to, ang parang kinakausap lang yung royal official, tama? Pero po, sa original Greek, yung word na you, yung you na yan, dalawang po yung you. You, unless you people, you will never believe. Yan po, sa Greek po, sa atin po kasi, sa English language, ang you po is laging plural. Okay? Laging plural yan. Depende na lang kung paano mo gagamitin, but it's usually plural. Sa Greek po, yung you, merong singular, yung particular you na yan, yan po ay plural. Ibig sabihin, ang kinakausap ni Jesus at nire-review ni Jesus, hindi lang yung royal official, but the Galileans who are present. Sabi niya, you people, you will never believe unless you see signs and wonders. Because for them, the norm is to see is to believe. That's the norm before, that's the norm until now. Show me the proof and I will believe. Show me a sign. Show me the money. And I will believe you. That's the norm. Kasi nasabi ng mga tao, it's hard for me to believe without seeing a proof. 
So Jesus rebuked everyone present. But guess what? It didn't bother the royal official at all. Bakit? Kasi right after ni rebuke siya ni Jesus, itong sanabi niya, the royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. Di ba, ikaw, pinagalitan ka ng boss mo. Okay, boss, pero pwede ba ako mag-leave? <laughs> pinagalitan ka eh! Ikaw, tatamad-tamad ka! Ganun. Yes, sir, pwede mag-leave. Siya pinagalitan, you, you people, you... you said, uh, sir, come down. Hawak siguro niya sa... Sige na, sir. Jesus, sige na. It didn't bother him at all. He was just desperate for his son. Well, who could blame him? Amen? Alam niyo po, nung yung eldest daughter ko, nung maliit po yan, dinila po namin sa ospital dahil siya po'y uh, nilalagnat, matasang lagnat. Nabang nasa ospital po kami, karga-karga ko po siya, nagkumbulsyon po siya. Tumirik ang kanyang mata. At ang tingin ko po sa kanya, para po siyang yung binibikting aso. Yung nakalabas yung, ganun. And I was shocked. And I don't know what to do. Don't know what to say whenever you are near. Mabuti na lang po nasa hospital kami at nandun kagad yung mga nurse. Pero imaginein mo yung, yung anak mo, nakikita mo, naghihingalom, dying, sa bawat buntong hiningan. <laughs> Di ba? Dapat yung mga ganun, pag kayo nahirapan huminga, pinapakanta. Dapat ang kanila air supply. Para lumuwag yung paghinga. Air supply ang kakantahin. Para mag-champion. Yun. <laughs> you see, siguro kung, kung walang doktor doon, nung, nung, nung oras na yon sa anak ko, baka lahat ng nakaputi, nahila ko. Kahit na baka madre na pala nahila ko. Why? Eh siyempre matataranta ka. Kapag tayo po yung nasa kalagayan ng royal official, malamang ganun din ang mangyayari sa atin. Kahit anong sabihin ni Jesus, maaaring hindi na mag-sink in sa atin. Ang mahalaga sa atin, makuha natin yung gusto natin. Jesus, samahan mo ako. Puntahan mo yung anak ko. Ilayhans mo siya. Amen? He wants to have a miracle for His Son. But how many of you believe that Jesus is willing to meet us at our point of need. Amen? Jesus is willing to meet us at our point of need. Marami po sa atin dito, lumapit sa Panginoong Yesus dahil nangangailangan tayo. No, kailangan natin ng, ng kagalingan ng ating katawan, kagalingan ng kaluluwa, kagalingan ng puso, yung iba sa atin, sugatan, heartbroken, lumapit kay Jesus, nakakilala sa Panginoon. Pero lumapit yun because of a need. Magulo ang buhay, magulo ang marriage, magulo ang lahat. Pumunta sa church, nakarinig ng gospel, tumanggap sa Panginoon, nabago ang buhay. Ano man po yung dahilan natin, yet we're all the same. Many of us lumapit sa Panginoon because we have a need. And just like this royal official, Jesus met us at our point of need. Amen? But Jesus decided to move beyond the norm. To perform a sign beyond the norm. Hindi po siya pumunta doon sa Capernaum. Hindi po siya pumunta doon para i-lay hands yung kanyang, yung bata. Di ba? Anong ginawa niya? Kasi po, probably, probably, if Jesus would go to Capernaum, the Galileans would go with Him. They want to see Him perform a miracle. Because that's the norm. But Jesus 
move beyond the norm. Anong ginawa niya? Anong sabi niya? Go! Jesus replied, Your son will live. Sabi niya, go! I will not go with you. You go! And your son will live. Gustong makakita ng mga Galileans ng miracle, hindi niya binigay. Hello? The norm should be Jesus will perform a miracle right before them, just like what He did in Jerusalem. But Jesus said, you go. And then the man took Jesus at His word and departed. Sabi po translation, and the man believed the word of Jesus. I wonder, ano po yung tumatakbo sa isipan nitong lalaki na to? Maybe he was desperate enough to decide and say, Oh, sige na nga, maniniwala na ako. Wala na akong choice eh. Or, or maybe the words of Jesus was so powerful that he was convinced na yung kanyang anak ay magkaaroon ng himala at mabubuhay. Pagka nagkaroon kayong personal prophecy, this is what I believe what God wants to tell you, blah, 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 blah. Tapos ikaw naman, na-overwhelm ka. Oh, Lord, sige po, yes. Siguro ganun yung nangyari sa kanya, nag-speak si Jesus, and the word of God was so strong, sabi niya, oh, sige, come on. I believe. Whatever the case really was, the thing is, the man took Jesus at His word and he departed. Here's the question for you. Are you willing to take God at His word? Hello? Are you willing to believe and stand on the word of God? Lalo na kapag desperado ka na. Lalo na kapag ora de peligro na. Tama? Parang yung kanina yung testimony niya. Wala, wala, yung last na to, last centavo na. Are you going to stand on the word of God? Are you willing to move forward with only the promise of God in your hand? Will you be willing to take a step of faith even when you don't understand? May pinagagawa sa'yo si Lord, hindi mag-make sense sa'yo, Lord, hindi ko maintindihan bakit, pero dahil sinabi mo, gagawin ko. Will you be willing to do that? Si Abraham po, ang ganda na ng buhay niya. Nang, nangusap sa kanya ang Panginoon, sabi niya, Abraham, iwan mo yung tatay mo, yung pamilya mo, dali mo na lang yung, yung, yung pamilya mo lang na asawa mo. Sabi niya, dadaling kita sa isang lupang pangako. Hindi niya alam kung saan yun. Hindi niya alam gano'ng kalayo yun. Hindi niya alam kung anong kanyang aharapin. And yet, he believed God. Are you willing to take God at His word? Basta pag medyo madali-dali lang, okay lang. Pag ang involved ay mga 500 pesos. Pero pag involved, 500,000. Mm. Pag involved na yung future ko, pag involved na yung whatever. Are you willing to take God at His word? Abraham believed. The royal official believed. However, ito pong guy na to is in for a greater surprise because what Jesus did was beyond his expectation. This brings me to my second point. Beyond expectation. Verse 51, it says, While he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that his boy was living. Say living. Ang Greek word po niyan is zao. Okay? 
Sa ESV po, yung ginagamit natin usually na, na text, na translation, ang word po ang ginamit is recovering. Your son is recovering. Pero sa King James, ginamit po, your son liveth or is alive. Yung original Greek word po na yan, may, may katambus po yan na sinasabing, he is vigorously alive. Yung word na po yan, yun din ang ginamit sa word na living God. Our God is a living God. Our God is Zao God. So hindi naman po siguro pwedeng si Lord is a recovering God. Nagkasakit ba si Lord? Di ba? So your son, but what the servants were saying, Master, your son is well and alive. Now, imagine po ninyo, ikaw yung tatay. Ano? ang magiging reaction mo. Sanya, sir, sir, ma'am, buhay po yung anak nyo, hindi siya namatay. Anong reaction niyo? Okay. Ganon? You see, this, look up here. That would be reason enough for you to jump, to laugh, to cry, and then to kneel down, to bow down, and then stand up again, and cry again, and laugh again, and say, woo Thank you, Lord! And then you will run to see your son. Tama? O ako lang yun. Pero sabi ng Bible, hindi ganun yung nangyari. Well, tingke, pwedeng nangyari yon. pero hindi sinulat ni John. Kasi hindi yun yung gusto niyang bigyan ng emphasis. Ano ang gusto niyang bigyan ng emphasis? Eto. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him yesterday at 1 in the afternoon, the fever left him. He was interested. Hindi sa kung ano yung nangyari sa anak niya. Interesado siya sa? Sa oras. Sabi niya, talaga gumaling ako. Anong oras? Anong oras siya nagsimulang gumaling? Maaaring ho sa inyo, Kung kayo nakaranas ng gantong himala, hindi na importante sa inyo yung oras, tama? But for this guy, time was important to him. Why? Why? What is this all about? There's something more that meets the eye here. Verse 53, sabi po dito. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. Nabuhay, gumaling yung kanyang anak, eksaktong oras, the moment Jesus is spoke, your son will live. Gumaling siya. For him, that's important. Wow! Bakit kaya? Bakit kaya? Let's backtrack a bit. Okay lang mo ba? Balikan natin. Ano yung sinabi ni Jesus sa kanya? Jesus commanded him. Sabi niya, Go! Okay? That's a command. That is imperative. Say imperative. Okay? The command for him is to to go. That's the first uh, uh, part. But how about the second part? Your son will live. Is that an imperative? Or a declarative? Or dinudugo na ilong nyo? Pastok mat na lang mat. O oh, sige, find X. <laughs> so, di pa ako nakaka-move on. 5X na naman. 
Is that a declarative or imperative? Let's see. Tingnan po natin. Huh? Ito pong salita na to, your son will live, is like Genesis chapter 1 all over again. When God said, let there be light. Let there be light. It's a declaration, right? And yet, all the atoms and the molecules present at that time cannot do anything but to obey. Sabi niyo, oh, tinatawag tayo ni Lord, let us produce light. Let there be clouds. Sabi ng mga molecules, oh, magbotay mag, ng clouds. They cannot do anything but to obey. Why? Because that declaration is a command. He is commanding all things to follow and say, let there be, let there be, and there was, and there was. And it was good. Amen? This is like Genesis chapter 1. Because that is the Word of God and it is filled with power and authority. They have to follow. That's the Word of God. Genesis chapter 1. Now, tingnan nyo, ha? Genesis chapter 1 yun. John chapter 1. In the beginning. Yeah? Genesis chapter 1. In the beginning, God created. In the beginning, John chapter 1, was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning through Him all things were made. Without Him, nothing was made that has been made or created. In Him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. You see, this miracle, this sign, is pointing to us that Jesus is the Word of God filled with power and authority. Just like in Genesis chapter 1. So when he said, your son will live, those words were backed up with the full might and authority of the triune God. Wala pa, hindi pa nangyayari, sinabi niya, your son will live. Then immediately, ano nangyari? Right there and then, nangyari. Romans chapter 4. Verse 17, letter B. From the NET Bible, it says, The God who makes the dead alive and summons the things or call the things that do not yet exist as though they already do. Anong klaseng Diyos meron tayo? Ang Diyos na meron daw po tayo ay ang bumubuhay ng patay at tumatawag sa mga bagay na wala pa as if nandun na siya. Kesa niya, let there be light, asip nandun na, and then, produce. Sabi ni Jesus, your son will live. Nandun na ba? Wala pa. And yet, he called it forth, your son will live. Sabi siguro ng lahat ng mga virus at mga bacteria na umaataki doon sa sistema ng, mga, ng bata na yun, sabi niya, ay, nakaw, inutusan tayo, lumakas na tayo dito. Your son will live. That's the declaration and the command. As if inutusin yung mga lahat ng mga sakit at karamdaman, pinapalayas tayo, lumayas tayo. At lahat po ng mga damaged organs, damaged system, dahil po doon sa sakit na yon, nung sinabi ni Jesus, your son will live. Walang magawa yung mga organs na yun kundi to recreate themselves. Oh, yung maayos tayo lahat. 
skeletal system, digestive system, computer system. Yeah. Why? Because it's a command. It's the word of Jesus. It's the word of God. And the word of God has the power to create. The power to make things happen. Amen? You see, Jesus was not limited by space, by distance, or even time. 25 kilometers away. And yet Jesus, when He spoke, as if He was there. He is not limited by it. Amen? He was commanding whatever viruses and, and bacteria is there, and they have to obey. In Genesis chapter 1, it says, In the beginning, God created. Sabi naman ni John, In the beginning was the Word. As if he is equating that Genesis chapter 1, that the God of Genesis chapter 1 is the same as this one. At ano nangyari? The Word became flesh, became human, became Jesus. That was Jesus Himself. So what was John saying is the, the God, the Yahweh who created in Genesis chapter 1 is the same Jesus that we have. Amen. Ito po yung sinasabi ng sign. Ito po yung pinupoint out ng sign. Kaya po yung, yung official, ganun na lang kapartikular. Anong oras? Upon learning the exact time of the boy's healing, he knew, he realized, this is not just another miracle. Nag-expect po siya ng miracle sa kanyang pagbalik sa kanyang anak, but he realized, he got more than a miracle. Because he had an encounter with the God of the miracles. Lumapit siya kay Jesus with a need. Jesus met his need, but the official got more than what he came for. And this brings me to my last point. A sign that is beyond the need. Naalala niyo po ba last week yung purpose ng, ng book of John? Bakit po isinulat? John 20, 31. But these are written so that you may believe. Gusto manampalata, gusto ni, Jesus, ni John manampalataya tayo kay Jesus that He is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing, you may have life in His name. Pag nanampalataya ka kay Jesus, magkaroon ka ng buhay na walang hanggan. Yan po ang purpose niya. Balikan po natin 53. Verse 53 ng John 4. Then the father realized that this was the exact time at, at which Jesus had said to him, your son will live. So he and his whole household believed. Nanampalataya sila kay Jesus. Because that was the goal. So that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing you will have life. You will have eternal life. All this father was asking for is an extension of life for his son. But what he got is more than an extension of life. What he got is an eternal life for him, for his son, and for his whole household. Because they all believe. Amen? When God meets us, He will meet us beyond our need. Higit pa dun sa kailangan natin. Ganun si Lord. 
So from being a sign seeker, he became a savior seeker. From becoming a loving father to becoming a beloved child of God, he got more than what he asked for. He and his whole household received beyond their pressing need. Mga kapatid, after the trials, after the ordeals na pinagdadaanan po natin, matapos nating matanggap lahat ng mga sagot sa ating panalangin at yung mga himalang iniintay natin, ito po ang malaking question na dapat nating sagutin. Mas nakilala mo ba si Lord? Mas nakilala mo ba siya? O huminto ka na lang doon sa answered prayer mo? Ngayong sinagot na ni Lord yung panalangin mo, anong pagkakakilala mo sa Kanya? O baka pag nagkaroon ka ulit ng problema, ngangawa ka naman, samantalang nakita mo nang gumawa si Lord, ng Himala. Nakilala mo ba siya? I hope, pagkatapos ng mga pagdadaan nating pagsubok at katagumpayang makakamta natin, I hope na mas nakilala natin si Lord. Because that's, the, that's what the sign is for. For us to know Him. Amen. Amen po ba? Nang yung tatay po na yon ay umalis mula sa Kapernaum, iniwan po niya ang kanyang anak na dying. Pagbalik po niya, ang natanggap niyang anak, isang buhay at masiglang anak, he received his son again with joy and gladness because he's alive and well. But when he met this Jesus, the Christ, the Son of God, he met the Creator of the universe. And someday, this Son of God would die on the cross so that all of us could be received by our Heavenly Father with joy and gladness. He received His Son who was supposed to be dying, now is alive and well. But this Son of God will die so that all of us could be alive. Quickly, as I end, as I conclude this, paano po tayo dapat maapektuhan itong katotohanan na to? Number one, see Jesus for being the Word of God has the power to create and change our situation. We need to engage the power of the Word of God in our situation. We need to speak the Word of God in our problems, into our problems, into our situation. And let the Spirit of God do His work. Speak the promises of God. Declare God's promise. Declare God's power. And see how things will turn around. But the big question is, will you take God at His word? Ganito pong dapat natin gawin. Kapag wala po tayong kapayapaan sa buhay natin, may kagulumianan tayo, you speak the word. Lord, you said in your word, you are the God of peace. Lord, I speak peace in my life. May, may, may sakit, Lord, you are my healer. I declare that you are my healer and you will heal me today. You have a need, Lord, you said in your word that you are a great provider. Come now, provide. Lord, you said in your word that you are my uh, uh, banner. The Lord will fight for me. Lord, fight for me. Fight for my battle. Amen? Hindi pag nagka-problema, wow, Lord! Di ba? Minsan, 
Minsan ganun, tapos ihintay yung linggo para makausap si pastor. Eh, paano kung lunis nangyari? Di isang linggo kang nagdudusa. Sana linggo na para mapag-pray na ako ni pastor. No! Speak the word of God into your situation and let the Holy Spirit turn things around for you. Amen? Your son will live immediately. It happens. But the question is, will you take God at His word? Will you be willing to stand on His promise? Jesus rebuked Thomas. Why? Because he did not believe. Jesus told him, John 20, 29, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Mapalad daw yung mga taong nananampalataya kahit hindi pa nila nakikita yung kanilang sagot sa panalangin. Mapalad yung mga taong nananampalataya kahit wala pa yung gusto nilang mangyari. Let me ask you a question. Paano kung hindi mo pa matanggap ngayon yung himala na hinihingi mo? Paano kung sa taong ito, yung promotion na hinihingi mo, hindi pa rin matanggap? Paano kung yung sakit mo, hindi pa rin mapagaling? I wonder, will you still believe God? Will you still obey God? Will you still take Him at His word? You see, the royal official, para, para marating po niya yung anak niya muli, Isang araw ang pagitan. I wonder kung nag-second thought siya. I wonder kung pumasok sa isip niya yung mga salitang, what if? What if hindi totoo yung sinabi ni Jesus? What if pagdating ko doon hindi pa rin nangyari? What if ako nasayang lang ang oras ko at araw ko? Baka pagdating ko doon patay pa rin yung aking anak. Pumasok kaya, sumagi kaya sa isip niya yun? Wala, wala pang telepono kasi noon eh. Di ba? Hello? Walang telepono, walang chat, walang email. No nothing. Kailangan niyang maghintay. Kung talagang magkakatotoo yung sinabi ni Jesus, the question is this, handa ka bang maghintay? Hello? Mananampalataya ka pa ba habang naghihintay ka na dumating siya sa buhay mo? Amen? Kanina ho may lumapit sa akin, sa amin nagpa-pray. Pitong taon na silang mag-asawa, wala pa rin silang anak. Ang tanong ko sa kanila, handa ka pa bang maghintay? Maniniwala ka pa rin ba? Yes, Pastor. Are you willing to take God at His word? Willing to still believe and believe and declare? Naalala ko po, meron isa dito kanina, nakita ko siya. Pinag-pray ko siya ng kanyang negosyo, sabi ko. And I declare, yung negosyo mong yan, pagpapalain ni Lord. At kikilalanin ka dito sa Laguna as one of the best dealer ng mga bisikleta. Tapos nakakita ko po sa Facebook, ginrant na naman sa kanya, yung pagiging exclusive, tama ba? Exclusive dealer ng isang brand. Sabi ko, ito yung sagot sa panalangin. They waited, they waited, they waited until it came true. Are you willing to wait? Will you still believe God? Lahat po nang inihiling natin sa, sa buhay na ito, lahat yan mawawala. Sabi, Lord, I pray for healing. Okay, sige, pinagaling ka ni Lord. Tanong, hindi ka na ba mamamatay? Eh, paano kung hindi ka pinagaling, tas namatay ka? Eh, hindi naman patutungan natin. Mamamatay tayo lahat. Will you still believe? Meshach, Shadrach, Abednego. Itatapon sila doon sa fiery furnace. Sabi niya, 
King Nebuchadnezzar, tandaan mo to, alam namin, ililigtas kami ng aming Panginoon. At kahit hindi niya kami iligtas, saan niya kapakinggan maglilingkod, hindi sa iyo. Yung mga Christians po, nung first century, pinapakain sila sa liyo ng buhay. Sinusunog sila ng buhay. They're not just asking for a miracle. They were asking for their lives. Lord, save us. And yet, God did not save them. Ano ginawa na? Nagmura ba sila sa Diyos? Hindi. Habang sila'y pinapakain sa leon, habang sila'y kinakagat, no? habang ninanamnam ng mga leon yung kanilang mga laman, umaawit sila, nagpupuri sa Diyos. Why? Isa lang po. Because they know that God is God. Period. He deserved the worship, He deserved the praise, He deserved to be thanked for, He deserved to be obeyed no matter what. May himala o wala, sasambahin ko si Lord. May sagot sa panalain ko o wala, pasasalamatan ko si Lord. Why? Because at the end of the day, I'm still blessed. You know why? Because I have eternal life. We have to look beyond the sign. We have to go past through the sign. Dapat malagpasan. Hindi lang yung, wag lang yung sign, mga kapatid. Kasi kaya naman gawin ni Lord yan. Pero ang importante, nakatingin ka sa Kanya. Kilala mo siya. Because at the end of the day, siya ang pinaka-importante sa buhay natin. Amen? I want you to look at Jesus. He is the author and finisher of our faith. And I want you to commit to God. Say, God, no matter what happens, I will pursue you. Amen? But at this point in time, I want you to speak the Word of God into your situation. Some of you have problems in the office. Why not speak the Word of God into your situation? Merong corruption sa office ninyo, nadadamay ka, sabi mo, Lord, you are the God of righteousness. Let righteousness reign over my office. Yung promotion mo, hinaharang ng boss mo, declare the word of God. Lord, promotion does not come from the east nor from the west, but it come, comes from the most high God. Lord, you will be the one to give me my promotion. Yung asawa mo, sumakabilang bahay, you speak into your situation. Kahit anong sabihin mo, wala na makakumbinsi sa kanya. Sabihin mo, Lord, you said in your word, that the heart of a king is like water into your hands that it will go wherever you lead it. Lord, yung asawa ko hindi hari. So, mas kaya mo yun. Kaya mong ili dyan. Pabalik sa bahay ko. Speak to me. Huwag kang magkangangaw-ngaw. Sa halip na magkangangaw ka, i-declare mo yung kapangyarihan ng Diyos. Whatever your situation is, anak, asawa, pamilya, trabaho, declare the word of God. Sino dito mga estudyante? Tapos ang kamay. Pag yung grades nyo, bagsak. Don't use the Word of God. You study. Huwag mo sabihin, tres, maging uno ka. It won't work. Pero dahil nagkaka-tres at singko ka, dahil magulo utak mo, sabihin mo, let there be peace. Let there be wisdom. That's, that's the Don't speak to your grades. Tumiretso ka, umayos ka. 
Come on, Lord. Raise your hands. Speak to your situation right now. Speak into your situation. I don't want you to keep silent. I want you to open your mouth and speak the word of God right now. God is about to do a miracle for you right now. Come on. Speak it out. Speak it out. Come on. Come on. Clean the word. Speak the word of God. It's not the time to be silent. Come on, brethren. If you want your situation to change, you have to speak the word of God. Come on. Claim God's promise. Declare who God is. That He is our refuge, a very present help in times of trouble. Though the enemy comes in like a flood, He will make a standard against it. Though the enemy comes in in one way, they will be in seven ways. Because the Lord is our maker. The Lord is our defense. He will fight for us. Come on, declare it. Hallelujah. Lord, you are our provider. You delight in providing for your people. You delight in the prosperity of your people. We don't accept poverty, Lord. Lord, you're the one who can turn the hearts of people. You can turn the hearts of our children, Lord. Because we believe. We believe your word. 